Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. For most of 2023, many student loan borrowers have been waiting to hear whether or not the student loan cancellation plan proposed by President Biden would go into effect. Back in episode 362, I spoke with Nika Booth, who goes by Debt Free Gonna Be on Instagram, and we talked about this proposed plan. I put a link in the show notes if you want to hear our full conversation, but to sum it all up, this plan would forgive up to $10,000 of federal student loan debt for all eligible borrowers making less than $125,000 if you're single or up to $250,000 if you're married. You could have up to $20,000 forgiven if you had received a Pell Grant while you were in college. And a Pell Grant is what they call need-based aid. And this is just additional money that is given to students who come from very low income earning households. And it's not a lot of money. Back during the 2021-22 school year, it was a max of $6,495. This proposed student loan forgiveness plan was challenged almost immediately by two lawsuits right out of the gate. And it's been sitting with the Supreme Court waiting to see if it will be approved or rejected. Rejected. But even way back in January when we recorded this episode, there was a good amount of doubt that this type of forgiveness would even be approved. And recently, multiple legal experts have come out saying it is extremely likely that the Supreme Court will vote along political lines and vote down this plan. So with this very disappointing news, what other options do student loan borrowers have? After a quick break, Nika will be back to share some changes coming to the public student loan forgiveness program that should be helpful. You mentioned that there are some other kind of options that they may have. And I noticed that there was something like a change in the waiver and the process mm -hmm. for getting other types of student loan forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, could you share a little bit about like how that's changed and kind of what options are out there? If you're like, you know, maybe I want to try to see what my other options are if I don't want to wait until June or maybe even farther into the future for something else to kind of come along to, to help with the situation. Yeah, sure. So I'll start with the public service loan forgiveness or PSLF program. So for anyone who doesn't know, this program forgives any outstanding loan balances for anyone working and with, of course, federal loans. Let me make sure I clarify that, that these are <laughs> what we're talking about are federal student loans. This program cancels all student loan balances for people who are working in uh, public service or other not-for-profit organizations for 10 years, basically the equivalent of 120 payments. And there are a few other criteria that must be met in order for anyone to achieve this forgiveness. In October of last year, they created this waiver that I briefly mentioned, and it loosened pretty much all of the requirements with the exception of the, the full-time work in public service. That waiver expired on the 31st, but they are bringing some of those changes back in July, including retroactive credit for periods of forbearance and deferment. Before that time that you weren't actually making a payment would never count towards the 120 payment requirement. Uh, but with the okay. changes coming in July, they will count. Um, not to mention uh, there was this criteria that you had to make your minimum payment within 15 days of the due date, and it had to be the minimum. So no lump sum payment would count. No partial payment would count. They're also changing the rules around those two things in July so that people have another opportunity to get closer to public service loan forgiveness. The other forgiveness program is called the Income Driven Repayment 
forgiveness. It's income driven is is a type of repayment plan. What the administration is going to be doing with this waiver in July is that they're going to also count past partial late any period of deferment but not in school deferment as well as forbearance and that's going to count towards that forgiveness program. That forgiveness program is is slightly different, well not slightly, it's pretty different than public service loan forgiveness um, because it, you you aren't required to work in public service, but that does come with like a 20 year, 20 or 25 year time frame of being in repayment. So again, if you have federal student loans, you either work in public service or for a not-for-profit organization, or you've been in this income-driven repayment plan since you've landed in repayment with your federal loans, it is possible that you can get closer to fulfilling both of those requirements, both you know one or the other of those requirements getting closer to forgiveness. Okay. So at least there are some other options. Like Absolutely. If, if you do qualify based off of those requirements, that there are some other options out there to get some type of loan forgiveness. Probably actually better loan forgiveness than what was being proposed if you- Agreed. So you, you had like a, a, I mean, much more than $20,000 forgiven through the public student loan forgiveness. $133,375. Mm. I like how you know the exact number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a significant amount of money, you know, and I unfortunately- the way the student lending and student loan system is kind of set up, the interest is is a big problem for a lot of people. The interest, it does compound, like, but not like your savings, right? It's in reverse. Yeah. You know, that, that type of compound interest or capitalization works against you. And it's why a lot of people owe more, including me, owed way more now than they originally took out, unfortunately. Yeah, you hear that story way too often that, you know, after years of paying the student loan, they have more than they started out with, which yeah. something seems a little broken about that system. If, if you're doing what you're supposed to do and making <laughs> payments, so. but somehow you owe more yeah. money than some, something sounds off about that. So as of right now, when I'm recording this, it's the end of April 2023. We don't yet know what is going on with student loan forgiveness, but it does seem likely that at least this version of it is not going to happen. But if there are any significant updates, I'm hoping to have Nika back on the podcast to cover any changes that we need to know. Uh, and a big thanks to Nika again for coming back and sharing some more of this great information. If you want to stay on top of what's going on with student loans, I highly suggest you go over, give her a follow on TikTok or Instagram. Just search for Debt Free Gonna Be or look in the show notes and have a link to all of her social profiles there. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.